and welcome to the Talking Heads podcast with Lucy and Saul, two head gardeners in Essex and Devon. In light of the coronavirus crisis we are living in and the drastic changes in horticulture happening up and down the UK, we both realised that bringing a regular glimpse into the gardens we look after might bring a little joy and interest. So for the foreseeable future, Talking Heads will now be a shorter podcast where Lucy and I bring you snippets of our daily lives in our gardens as spring unfurls. We'll also bring you news of gardens and gardeners, nurseries and nursery folk throughout the UK. So sit back, take a few minutes out of your day and tune into a small dose of our gardening lives. So Lucy, it's been a few days since we last made a podcast and as is always happening in this uh, time we're going through, things have changed again and obviously a lot of people are now really are stuck yes. in their houses. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit strange, isn't it? I, I'm feeling a bit strange when I go uh, go out uh, and about. I know, I know. It is, um, like you say, every day something new comes along that we need to get to grips with and then we do. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's, um, it's a, it's an interesting experience. That's all I can say, really. It's like having the rug pulled from under your feet and then you, then you steady yourself and stand up again and then the rug gets pulled again and you're like, what? Stop pulling the rug for God's sake. But it's, yeah. And I'm sure there'll be more rug pulling to be going on in the future. Yes. But before we came, uh, started recording, we were saying that not a huge amount has changed for both of us, really, because we're both still... Going to our respective gardens. Yes. Um, I know some people will be saying, well, maybe you shouldn't be going to work. But I think there's been some ambiguity, especially in the horticultural world. I know a lot of people are having the same mm-hmm. uh, discussions of whether we should be going to work. And I think a lot of gardens are actually uh, places where you can actually isolate yourself quite well. I know Stonelands being a 16 acre mm-hmm. uh, garden Literally, I see no one all day. Uh, I have unfortunately had to lay off all my staff, so it's just me there. Uh, I feel a lot safer there than I do actually in my home in Plymouth, where I am surrounded by people in their houses. So um, I'm quite comfortable with getting in my car, going straight to Stonelands, hanging out there and then coming home and feeling quite safe yeah no i completely agree with you uh we are very lucky in that east donaldon hall is um literally two miles down the road from where we live uh so we uh ian and i are still going to the hall we're both self-employed so i would rather carry on working for the minute because the self-employment yes that's an issue isn't it for a lot of gardeners being self-employed yeah yeah, the the uh, information is is i think something is going to come our way but at the moment we i would i would feel happier to carry on working when it comes to my finances so um and also the owners of the garden would like the garden to be maintained because it gives them a lot of pleasure that at the moment they're, they're both very elderly and all they can do to um ease the sort of like the boredom of being inside is to walk around the gardens so mm. they they from from all our points of view is if we can carry on getting to the garden and making it look nice for them then it's a win-win for both us and for them so that's what we're trying to do um and, and the one thing about gardens is they're not just mothballing themselves or stopping just because 
There's this crisis going on in the human world, as it were. Mm. Spring is progressing at a rate. And in fact, this week especially, we seem to be having the most beautiful spring that I can remember for a really long time. I saw your video so, on Twitter and it looked absolutely gorgeous. All the cherries. Um, yes, all our cherries And the magnolia, magnolia was, mm. And then there was a rhododendron that was so, like, eye-popping. It was just mm. in mass. If you can, look at Twitter, uh, Saul's Twitter account, which is uh, Gardening Saul. And um, it's... A video that you posted up was it a day ago or two days ago? Yeah, take it. Well, I've been actually because I realise a lot of people now are really not going to be able to get to gardens, especially with things like the National Trust and the RHS gardens being closed. Yeah. That I thought every day I'll put up just a sixty-second little snippet of a video mm. of me walking through Stonelands and some of the plants that are going, so that at least some people can get a sense of what's going on in guards. And I know a lot of people actually on Twitter and on the other social media um, sites are all responding in a very similar fashion. If they've got the gardens that you would usually be visiting, they're trying to put up uh, pictures, videos, all kinds of material, just so that you feel like at least you can engage with spring in that way. Yeah, like a virtual garden. and uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it brings us pleasure to think that people can still see the gardens where we're working even though they just do it through their phone or through a tablet or whatever and um yeah it's it's it is nice for people i hope who are stuck at home and would like to see gardens we're not trying to um make you feel jealous in any way shape or form we're just trying to bring a little bit of um of happiness and joy to these uh, to these times really so um going back to working at the the gardens um there's a few things that i've put in place because obviously we're trying to um be as sensible as we can when we're working and, and i uh, myself and ian obviously living together we can go and work together because we're living in the same house and that's absolutely fine but we do be, need to be mindful of the owners and so we've explained to them that we, we haven't been in the house now for coffee for Oh, a fortnight or so um, and we are also making sure that we, we don't go to places where other people in the gardens might be for example they have a carer and we've now set in place a plan where the carer can go through a certain building to get to where he needs to go and we have another chap Adie, who mows the grass and he has now located himself purely when he comes to work in the top barn uh, and we don't need to go to the top barn whatsoever so we've put some sensible plans in place um We've got an apprentice who's working for us still and she comes in on different days and she again is going to confine herself to certain parts of the garden. So I do, as you say, I do feel, uh, from my point of view, really quite safe at the hall. I've been there today. I haven't seen a soul. I literally haven't. It's been um, very pleasant and uh, we're lucky that the weather's been really sunny lately as well. We've had a good few days there. The asparagus is poking through. We've got a big... Yes, I noticed the first yeah. spears are just starting to come. Yeah, so I've said to the house that the, we've got we've got forced asparagus that they can they can harvest. We've got um, forced rhubarb as well that can come through. Uh, I've sown so many salads and things like that for them. Hispy cabbage to um, have some summer sort of uh, early greens. Uh, lots of quick-growing rocket and mustards and radishes. All sorts of things. So I, because we've got a wall kitchen garden at the hall, I feel even more that this year is so important that I can provide the family with some fresh produce. Um, yeah, and again, definitely. when it comes to the harvesting, I'm going to be very careful about harvesting that and making sure that I hand sanitise first and wear gloves and we're going to leave it in a certain place that uh, then I'm going to make sure that the people can pick it up uh, and we don't come into contact with each other. So we are being as sensible as we can be. 
that's the thing just putting sensible plans in place i know some of my friends are self-employed guys who visit smaller clients gardens residential gardens and they're all being very sensible with uh, making sure they use gloves or hand sanitizer they don't have any physical contact with their clients uh, usually there's a cup of tea involved <laughs> with most of these garden jobs so lots of gardeners are ha- having to put up with no cups of tea oh. and the odd biscuit coming from the house but um, well, we we i'm i'm taking uh, a tub of biscuits and a flask milk cups spoon the works so i don't even have to there's a kitchen area and now i do not go into that area whatsoever because that now is where the carer would would be we would be walking through so we're like nope we're just not not going to go there we're going to sit somewhere nice in the garden we've got the flask of hot water we make a coffee sit there eat our biscuits in the sunshine and um yeah it's 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 solitary but it's it, it makes you feel safe i actually feel safer there than in a road where there's lots of people walking by um because people are out and about and um i've seen more people when i'm on my drive home through the village than i do all day at the garden so yeah and you know and this is no disrespect to Nigel and Claire who work for me it's actually been quite nice not having other people there because the my management role is quite diminished and I've just gone back to being what I used to be which was just a hands-on gardener and uh, anyone who's been following these podcasts or my Twitter will know that I had 10 tons of mulch delivered last uh, week and that really has been my job for the past three to four days has been shoveling it into the back of a trailer taking it to where it's needed and then putting it out and in some ways I've actually reconnected with the garden because sometimes when I actually allow these jobs to be done by other people while I'm just trying to manage the general site I tend to um, miss out sometimes looking at the beds looking at the borders and actually seeing what's happening because I think a lot of people think that plants are very um, sedentary they stay in place but actually mixed borders and uh, and just gardens in general are always moving okay not quite at the pace that uh, animals do but every year things are slightly changing plants are moving about some are dying some are actually bringing out new seedlings so it's a very dynamic space and I think as a head gardener if you've got a team doing the work sometimes you can miss that and you uh, you sort of don't get a sense of what's happening in your garden and then a few years down the line you suddenly come to something and go well, I've never seen that happening so it's actually been a really nice week where although it's been quite hard work and I must say my arms are really starting to ache uh, it's been really nice to engage back with the fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely get you. As I say, I, I have been um, cracking on in the kitchen garden. And um, yeah, just for me, uh, this week I have been focusing on sowing lots of stuff for the kitchen garden, for the owners. I'm also um, simultaneously at the garden and also at home sowing an awful lot of stuff for um, I'm going to sell plants at the end of my driveway and and I'm well aware that movements might be very restricted and this and the the rules may change and it might be that I end up having lots of plants that I then throw away or have to put in my own garden but I'm still doing things that for me tap into something that makes me feel like I'm doing something 
useful um, mm. either producing food for the garden or I say having plants that I'm going to sell for some very good causes in our um, in our village the the village newsletter is having a fundraiser and there's also uh, a, a charity that's very close to my heart in Colchester Hospital that I'm raising funds for so I it's been interesting actually it's a really I, I don't think without what was is, been, is actually going on I don't think I'd have got as much happiness and satisfaction out of doing those jobs as I have have done because it's even more important I think to yeah I, I, your fo- your focus is there a little bit more on what you're doing yeah, yeah and why and why you're doing it as well yeah exactly I, I, I have said to the owners we're speaking on the phone quite a lot whilst they're in the house and I've said to them I'm going to keep them self-sufficient in veg as much as I possibly can this year and I, honestly I, I'm, I'm rising to that challenge I, I love things like that and it gives you a purpose um like I say a slight difference to what you maybe normally do in the garden for the year but uh, yeah it, it is um it it's just that spirit that human spirit sometimes gets squished down and then we kind of we we find ways to latch onto a positive and it just is a it's yeah it, it gets you through it really does yeah and I, I can't help but think that um gardening is really is, is it's, it's a real positive isn't it for people i know that just anecdotally looking at twitter and just looking at a lot of things that are happening lots of people are starting to re-engage with gardening um as a as a way of obviously passing the time because yeah. lots of people are isolated but i hope hopefully they're just looking at their spaces and their patches with fresh eyes and thinking yeah, do you know, I have sort of ignored this part of my life for a bit mm. too much. And really, hopefully, what will come out of this is more people re-engaging with both their gardens and just the nature in general. Yeah, I really, really hope so. And I've, we've we've noticed that, that because the roads are so much quieter, you are then listening out for the sounds such as the cows, the... Oh, the birds, oh, the bird song. The sky, oh, it's we, been we, immense. We have skylarks. Um, and uh, it, it, in Fingering Ho, where we are, very soon we will start to have nightingales. We're in a fantastic location for nightingales. And I cannot wait for that season to start. It will be literally in the next three four weeks or so and um if we are going to be doing our daily walk to get our exercise i'll make sure that we take a there's a a couple of footpaths i know that are very good for nightingales the trees are just the right size not too big not too small um so yeah that's again something to look forward to something positive i think we're gonna wrap this podcast up but i know that both both you and me hope that if people are isolating and stuff gardening is a real way of of passing the time Mm. and we hope people are really enjoying at least getting outside in their own little patches exactly so that's today's podcast we hope you enjoy this shortened format and the look at our lives and our gardens hopefully you'll tune in again soon to hear about what we're up to We understand that for many, life has changed in ways not imagined during the start of this year. Our thoughts especially go out to all our colleagues and peers in horticulture that have been drastically affected, and we hope that life will return and, like all good plants, flower again much better than before. In the meantime, please do get out into your gardens, support your local small specialist nurseries, and enjoy time out from this extraordinary shift in ordinary life. Until the next episode of Talking Heads, goodbye! goodbye!